Yosef says to Paroi, Ovi Hishbiani, my father had made me swear that Bekivri Asher Korisi Liberitz Kanan Shomosik Bereni. What do these words Asher Korisi Li mean? In the grave Asher Korisi Li, in the land of Kanan, that's where you should bury me. So Rashi gives us several Pirushim. First of all, he says, Kipshute, the simple meaning is, like Yichra Ish, when a person will dig the Medrish, which fits with the wording of the Pasuk, says Rashi, explains it, it's like Asher Konisi, it's like saying, I have bought it. Omar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, when I went to the cities at the sea, they called Mechira selling, they called it Kira. And then Rashi adds another point from the Medrash, that it's in the word of Kri, which means a heap or a pile. Yaakov took all the silver and gold that he brought from Lavan's house, and he made it into a pile, and he said, take all of this for your for the portion of the Ma'aras HaMachpelah. Now the Rebbe says, the reason why Rashi goes in this order of the Pirushim, this we can understand simply, the first one fits much more with Pshutay, as Rashi says, this is the simple meaning, it means the cave that Yaakov dug, the second one, Rashi says, is a medrash, but still fits with the wording of the Pasuk. And the third one, Rashi says, is a medrash, but it's not necessarily fitting with the wording of the Pasuk. But we need to understand, first of all, why do we need three Pirushim? Why isn't the simple meaning of the Pasuk, Karisi, that I dug, why isn't that enough? Number two, why is it that the second Pirush, which means that I bought it, why is Rashi calling that medrash? There's other places in Torah, clearly, both in Torah and in other places in Nach, where we have the same Shoirish of Kira, and Rashi simply just explains that it means this expression of buying something. And in fact, in those places, Rashi brings a proof from our Pasuk. So why in our Pasuk is it suddenly considered Medrash and not Pshat? Furthermore, even without these Pesukim, we have this proof that Rashi brings from Rabbi Akiva, that when he was in the cities at sea, they called Mechira, Selling, they called it Kira. So why is that considered Drash? Why isn't that considered Pshutish Mikra? Some other Diyukim within Rashi itself. Number one, why in his Dibra Maschil does he quote Asher Karisi Li? Why is this word Li relevant? He's trying to translate the word Karisi. Also says the Rebbe, in the first Pirish about that, it comes from the word of digging. Why does Rashi quote from the Pasuk Yichra Ish? Um, number one, why this Pasuk, and not an earlier Pasuk where it speaks about the servants of Yitzchak digging a well. It says, Vayichru Avdi Yitzchak. And also, why in the Pasuk Yichru is it relevant the word Ish? Another question that Rebbe has is, why in the second Pirish, where Rashi says it's like Asher Konisi. Now the Pasuk says, Asher Korisi Li. So why does Rashi just say it's like Asher Konisi, like I bought it? Why doesn't Rashi add that word Li? Another question that Rebbe has is, why does Rashi need to bring a proof from Rabbi Akiva that he heard this word being used, Mechira, is like Kira, Kira, like Mechira. Why doesn't Rashi bring those other psukim that we have elsewhere in Torah that that, that buying could also be used with this word of Kira? And finally, says the Rebbe, why is it relevant that Rabbi Akiva heard this when he was in this, these cities at sea? Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, Rashi is actually not just coming to translate for us the word karisi. He's coming to answer a general question of why is it that these words are necessary at all? Why is Yaakov saying these words and Yosef saying these words that asher karisi li? Seemingly it would have been enough if he said, Bekivri asher be'eretz Canaan in my grave, in my plot that I have in the land of Canaan, that's where you should bury me. 
we must say that Yaakov is coming to emphasize the importance of this grave, that that's why he wants to be buried there. Just like the reason why he made Yosef swear is because it's so important for him to be buried in the land of Canaan. Because Yaakov and Yosef both knew that Pari is not going to be willing to allow Yaakov to be buried there, and that's why he's making him swear. And this is also why he's explaining to him why it's so important for him, this caver. And this is the first pirush. The Yaakov is saying, I dug it by myself. I put an extra effort, extra toil in working and digging this grave. And that's why he wants to be buried there. Back to one of the questions we had before. Why Rashi brings specifically the proof from Ki Yichre Ish. That a man will dig a pit. And a pasuk, and he adds the word Ish. Why is that word Ish relevant? Why is it even relevant in that pasuk of Ki Yichre Ish? Because it's coming to show Ish is a grown man. An adult. In other words, this the digging the pit is coming from someone that's putting in the effort of an adult. And Yaakov is trying to say, I put in a lot of effort in making this grave. The problem with this pitish is, number one, according to this, would have to be, Yaakov is living in Mitzrayim already 17 years. So he's digging this grave so many years before he passes away, which is a little bit difficult to understand. Also, why did he have to dig it himself? Why doesn't he have his servants dig it? And finally, a very important question which is going to be relevant to the continuation is why is this word li important? It could have just said, Asher Karisi, that I have dug. What's this word li? And that's why Rashi brings a second Pirish which he says fits with the lushing, with the wording of the Pasuk. This is going to help us understand more of the wording of the Pasuk. But first, in order to understand this, says the Rebbe, we'll first look at what seems to be a bit of a problem in the proof that Rashi brings. Rashi says, that Rabbi Akiva says, when I was in Krache Ayam in the cities of the sea, they use the term kira for machira, for, for selling, they use the term kira. The problem is that we're trying to say that karisi means I bought it. Why is he bringing a proof from Rabbi Akiva that says that the word karisi would be associated with selling? Says the Rebbe, this is exactly what Rashi is trying to tell us. Rashi is trying to tell us, and they're not from other psukim, where machira, where kira means buying, like an hour, like an hour possible, what it's going to end up meaning. Rashi is bringing a proof that the word karisi could actually mean selling. How could it mean both things? Because what the word karisi actually means is the exchange of item for money or money for item, etc. In other words, either the say, the, the selling or the buying could both be called with this word karisi. Since the word karisi could either mean buying or selling, this is why the Pasuk has to say the word li, which is one of our questions. We said, why does it have to say Asher Karisi Li? Because since Karisi could mean either way, so now when the Pasuk says Asher Karisi Li, I bought it for myself. So now it's clear that it means an expression of buying. We said, why does Rashi not say, when he says it's like Asher Karisi, why doesn't he add the word Li? Because once he's saying it means that I bought it, you don't have to add the word Li anymore. The whole point is in the Pasuk. It needed to add, a, add the word Li because the word Karisi by itself could be more ambiguous. And that's why Rashi doesn't bring those other psukim, which would just tell us that karisi means buying. But then it would have a problem. Then why do we need to add the word li? So by saying karisi could also mean selling, so that explains to us why we need to add the word li to be clear that in our case, it is a case of, of actually buying it. But if that's the case, the question becomes, so why was it even important to add these words, asher karisi li? How, again, we said the whole point is trying to say how hush of it is. That's what the words Asher Karisi Li is supposed to be. In the first period, she said that Yaakov dug it by himself. But how, according to this period that he bought it, how is that showing the Shivus? And also, why do we then need to use an ambiguous word Karisi? And then you have to add the word Li. Why don't we just say Karisi? 
And this is why Rashi brings the next part that Rabbi Akiva says when I was in the cities of the sea. That's where I hear this word, that Kira is like Mechira. Because generally these Krachim are big cities of, of business, which means that the Kinyanim, the, the way of acquiring things there are done in a major, major way. And this is what Yaakov is trying to emphasize, that he tried doing this with a very, very special Kinyan. That I'm saying the reason why Rashi calls us Medrash is because this idea that he made a special Kinyan in this particular way, that doesn't fit so much or not necessary so much based on the simple Pshutish Mikra. Now the problem with this Pirush is that this still dizzists, this is still not emphasizing enough the importance of the Kaver to tell us that that's why Yaakov insists being buried there specifically. And that's why he brings the next point, which is really a continuation of this idea that he took all the silver and the gold that he brought from the house of Lavon and he gave it away for this grave, which shows us how precious this was to Yaakov, why he wants to be buried specifically there. But at the end of the day, these two Pirushim, both that I bought it, and the, the idea of piling up over the silver and gold, etc., is still somewhat an union of drash, not mamish fitting so well with the Pshutish Mikra. And that's why the main Pirush that Rashi brings in the first Pirush is that Yaakov dug it himself, which shows the tremendous Chshivus, how much effort Yaakov had putting in for this particular plot.